Hello, Hive Nation. We are back with another intriguing <laughs> podcast with Miss Marilyn. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> with Miss Marilyn Alhus. Well done. Uh, she is the executive director of the Airdrie Chamber of Commerce since 2018. She is the, congratulations, by the way, on oh, the 2021 you. Alberta Chamber Award and the 2022 yeah. Executive. <laughs> yeah. We did all right. Eritrea's doing all right. Really well. Congratulations. <laughs> That's really, really great. Um, she has worked in nonprofit as well for such organizations such as uh, the MS Society of Canada the Canadian Red Cross and the Missing Children's Society, which are all very powerful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, congratulations to you on that Thank as well. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Cool. So uh, the first question I got for you is, um, so when you made the career change from media production to community engagement or business engagement, yeah. um, what sparked that desire to make that change? Well, a few reasons. I had worked in broadcasting for uh, just shy of eight years. Uh, obviously, I had never full-time broadcasting is quite the, the world. Uh, I, I wore many hats. I did a lot of cool stuff. I worked for Global Sunday. Um, my coolest guest was Michael J. Fox. Never forget Very that. Cool. Very um, cool. But yeah, we had a national show out of Calgary, which was really cool. I worked the Global Morning Show, but I always wore another hat. That's when you're in your 20s and you're like, I can do everything, right? Absolutely. Like, I can do a million things. Um, so I'd always worked for other organizations early on in my career and, and absolutely loved burning the candle at both ends. Um, and then I got pregnant and things had to change. And my husband was in broadcasting. He was more established in the industry. And I actually had a conversation with a producer at the time, one of my colleagues who, who we've lost since, and she was really quite ill with cancer. And she said, do you really want to cover this bleep every day? Because it is pretty negative, not going to lie. Or do you want to make a difference in the world? And I was like, damn, Lisa, you, you sold me on that. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, it didn't take much convincing. We had our beautiful daughter, and I, I left media. Of course, I, there are things I miss. I still get to hear all about it through my husband. But I found my calling. I found the place that made the most sense for me with a lot of great organizations along the way. That's fantastic. As long as you could find that calling, you know, yeah. at that age, that's awesome to hear. So you said in your 20s, so that was last year? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> as our daughter turned 17. You know. <laughs> exactly. Could have fooled me. Yeah. Um, the, uh, another question I have for you is, uh, what does community engagement mean to you? It, it can mean a lot of things. Um, obviously, I have always been one to give back to my community with volunteer organizations, uh, whether it was on my personal time or, of course, career related. But community engagement just means making your community a better place and just truly having an impact on something more than yourself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So to, to choose between like a, um, a nonprofit or like a, a I'll use even volunteer, you know, mm -hmm. in that nonprofit versus a uh, a paid engagement. You know, is one or more or the other, one of the other more? Um, well, know. I, I would almost argue because it was funny. So I've worked in nonprofit where um, we felt like, of course, the MS Society. You're changing people's lives. You're mm -hmm. trying to find a cure for this 
heart-wrenching situation. We've had conversations around the table many times. So I work for a chamber of commerce, which to some people wouldn't even realize it's a nonprofit. Right. A lot of people think we're government. And, but no, like the reality is, is um, it, it does have to be in your wheelhouse uh, to be able to go to work every day and give back is one thing in the sense of like working for a cause like the MS Society. But I know so many businesses that still give back every day. They've just incorporated into their business model, sure. right? So in my mind, there's no perfect answer. It just comes down to what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Do you want to do something more than just make money? It's your call. Yeah. I would gather that most people want to do a little bit more with their with their lives. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is, would you consider part of that like a, a philanthropy type of uh, gig? Yeah, like, you know, it's not like I grew up with like uh, a mandate in my family that you had to volunteer or whatever, but I think it was just a natural fit. I was part of, the, you know, my dad was a Knights of Columbus and we grew up in a smaller community where you were part of church and you were part yeah. of community. And so, yeah, I think it was somewhat ingrained in us as children that you want to do more and, and be part of your, your community. And I think some people don't even realize they are volunteering. Like within your kids' organizations, you know, my husband will coach my son's basketball, all yeah. these like thankless things that people forget. Like that's a way to give back. It is. And if everybody did it, think of how amazing our world would be. You know, we, we talk about coaching all the time and it's so hard to find coaches in for some of these little league teams and stuff. Like mm -hmm. unless these people who work there, you know, nine or eight hours a, job, a day and then they have to go and coach after that you know it's yeah. a like you said it's a thankless gig it <laughs> but it's funny i had to convince here we are live getting the phone ringing what i noticed is how much my husband gets out of it like so as much as it was a bit of twisting your his arm because i'm always the one kind of wearing that volunteer hat he hands down loves seeing the results of these kids you know it, it pays off right yeah just in the sense that these kids are learning from him and it's it's super it's super cool we've definitely heard that that oh, same thing sure. before about yeah. how it's you know the the payoff for that at the end is is worth the well worth it yeah well, in any yeah. coaching or mentorship scenario nine times out of ten or you know even ten times out of ten they're not doing it for the accolades of the co being a coach or True. anything they're doing it because they want to make that impact we talk with Nick with Charleston any coach we talk to is yeah. the same thing True. Yeah. I do it because I see the journey of this athlete and I get a little piece of that yeah. that's the impact yeah. and yeah. it's so cool very very cool love it um, as an outstanding member in your community um, what positive growth changes or initiatives have you uh, has occurred in your in a, uh, business perspective well Airdrie is such a cool community. I mean, the growth in this city is beyond some mm -hmm. of our imagination. I, I'd love to put, put you on the spot. What do you think our population is today? Uh, I'd be cheating because I'm kind of from Airdrie. Well, tell, tell, us, tell us what you're Is it like 78,000 now? 82. Whoa. So you're very close. Better than most. I was going to say 81 and a half. But there yeah, you so go. <laughs> you would have been, been better. So our, our community has changed overnight. Um, like the, the growth of this city is phenomenal. There's growing pains that come along with sure. that change. Um, the, the thing that I'm most proud of about Airdrie, we still have that small town, feel good, like, you know, just people coming together, supporting one another. Mm, yeah. And I think that we always will to some degree. I know we're scheduled to actually be the third largest municipality in Alberta within the next decade. Isn't wow. that a phenomenal thought? That's fantastic. Um, but I still believe that our city will continue to have that feeling. And that's what I'm probably most proud of as our, as our city grows. So how many people were when you started? 
So I moved to Airdrie uh, coming on 12 years. We've pretty much doubled in population. Wow. Um, I've been with our chamber for four years and our membership growth, granted COVID has had an impact. Sure. Um, you know, we've obviously, we continue to grow. We're sitting at 570 plus members today and that's a growth of approximately, I want to say about uh at least 150 members in our time here so it's a pretty cool growth that we're watching yeah yeah that's awesome and so what what is the uh what is the um the uh attitude of, of people that, like in a, in a community like this versus say like we're so close to calgary yeah. right yeah i mean there's benefits to both i can't go to the grocery store without knowing at least five people which i love right <laughs> yeah for it's sure. one of those things although some days when i want to wear my sweatpants i can't <laughs> um, that being said i i do think that the general consensus is people are coming to airdrie because they still feel that airdrie is a sought after community sure. that feels different like i love our counterparts in our larger cities like the chamber in calgary does amazing work but it's a different feeling sure. and it always will be sure right and that's okay and that's okay yeah <laughs> that's, that's right what, you know and so people choose a different size of community for a variety of reasons and i chose airdrie personally because it was a great place to raise a family yeah. and i never imagined how many amazing business professionals i would meet yeah you know it's hard because you're in calgary you're working in this fast-paced <clears throat> media industry or even these really large nonprofits, and i thought am I going to find the caliber of people in Airdrie that I had there, right? Sure. It was a bit of a concern when you're young and you have all these goals in your mind. And, and I did. I found so many. Our, our chamber members alone are those people that are just like, wow, you every day. Sure. Right? Yeah. I think there's some heavy hitters within small smaller communities versus the big centers for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That leads me in perfectly to my question. We talked about... Some people not understanding fully what a chamber does. Mm. So as being part of it, what's the biggest impact organizations like Chamber of Commerce can provide for the business community? So yes, people think we're the government. Some people were tax dollars. You know, we, we are not. We are a complete separate entity to our, our government. And I think that's what's most powerful is we advocate on behalf of business. So yeah. we are a collective voice of businesses. That's why chambers were established. Oh my gosh, 1699 was the first chamber. I laugh wow. because I went to Disney World this summer and I have a picture of me in front of the Chamber of Commerce on Main Street. So that's how cool, like chambers have <laughs> yeah. such a history, right? But I think the beauty of a chamber is, um, yes, we connect people and we are the largest network of business professionals you will find. But we are that voice. Mm -hmm. We are there to speak about issues yeah. that need to be addressed so that businesses can succeed. And we do have government on speed dial. And, you know, not all business associations have that type of relationship right. where you can sit down with your MPs or your MLAs and have hard conversations. Right. So I'm exceptionally proud of what chambers do on all levels of government. And um, yeah, and we have fun too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, chambers are a blast. Yeah. I can't get over how many fun events that we host throughout the year. And again, it's that community piece that um, you, you really, in a city of this size, you, it, there's no better organization to connect your business mm -hmm. community. I hear you have a great event tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> I heard about that too. Did you? Yeah. I hear the speakers are going to be phenomenal. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> and it was sold out. Don't know who that's about. But, <laughs> uh, but with, with all of those great events, networking is something I think synonymous with people in the chamber and anybody who knows Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. 
But what would you say to the people that maybe struggle networking, even with the exposure to these great events? It's not an easy task, especially mm. with the last two years. We've seen a shift where people aren't as comfortable networking in person. Mm -hmm. So there's two aspects to it. Some people are just not extroverts, and it yeah. takes a little bit more effort to get out there and get to know their community. Um, so we do our best. We even have a, an ambassador program where you would be introduced to a long-standing member of our chamber to try to help you feel a little bit more comfortable when you enter into the room. So try to, come, yeah, try to come up with ways to just help those who are just breaking into a community. Because if, if you think about our city's growth, all there's a lot of people coming in that are brand new to our community, let sure. alone their business community. So we definitely want to make them feel at home and at, and at ease. I try to meet with all of our new members right out of the gate so at least they know Marilyn and at least they know a face yeah um, but it's those other businesses that will make you feel at home um, but what I am noticing is it's not just about shying away from coming out to network it's having the time so there's a staff crisis in our in our country right now so people are just struggling to be able to take a moment out of their busy schedules to stay connected so we want to come up with more opportunities than just the face-to-faces mm -hmm. there's marketing there's different ways for your business to stay connected in different ways shapes and forms but yeah ultimately there's no pressure with a chamber it's what you make of it sure um, but we would love to see our members at least once or twice a year for because sure it does pay off those connections are so invaluable we know that that's like a mentorship program that's immediately I think kudos to you guys for making that program because I know so many people that would love to have a mentor I mean Jason is my mentor as well and there was times where we, even yeah, I'm a fairly confident person I'm extremely extroverted if yeah. anybody has listened to me talk for two <laughs> seconds but you walk into a room especially with executives or you know people that you're perceived as professionals and you're like oh where do I what start? am I doing here I'm just a kid mm -hmm. but oh I'm with my mentor he's gonna mm -hmm. show me the way it nice. makes such a it breaks that barrier of why I don't belong here right how do I fit in yeah and we are hoping if the government approves our grant of actually having a, a mentorship program with new Canadians oh very so cool. the landscape of Airdrie has changed you grew up here you know yes. Airdrie as well if not better than I do because this was your stomping ground as a kid <laughs> I want to hear all the bad stories no, I'm, I'm kidding all the there's, like, there's a handful just yeah I'm sure. um, well what you will notice, and I'm sure you know, is how the landscape of Airtree culturally has evolved yes. tremendously over the last decade. And we do lack resources for, for new Canadians. So if that grant is approved, we'll be launching a mentorship program for new Canadians in business and giving them an opportunity to learn from those who have succeeded and done great oh, that's things. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, that's the diversity in this city. Like most has exponentially changed from when I was in grade school it was mm -hmm. fairly undiverse and each year it got more and more people from all walks, all of, walks life. of life all and, it, and it, that's the, the coolest part about any community yeah. when you have that yeah we had a discussion on our last podcast about why would you have a boardroom of 15 replicas of the same person it's absolutely it's pointless yeah. why pointless. would you not want different ideas and different outlook on things yeah it's refreshing and it is absolutely amazing the types of perspectives that they bring into business and so yeah we're hopeful and we're excited that i think the government sees a need for that especially in a city of our growth so yeah. excellent very cool yeah uh last question i have for you and it's you know what we do at the hive uh mentorship in in your 
career and in your network have you ever had a mentor or a coach yourself I have I have um, it's been interesting to say the least like I again I'm always I've always felt to, to be a little confident and and I, but yet like you just like you I've always been one of those people where I just soak up information and just want to learn from the best mm-hmm. um, because yeah I could fool people into thinking I you know that's <laughs> really good but no I've had some great mentors over my career in the nonprofit sector my executive director at BMS Society although I laugh about this because he actually used to bring me to those events because I would be the voice <laughs> and he'd be like let's bring Marilyn because she'll talk for me but behind closed doors I, I had such a huge respect for that guy he mm. taught me so many important um, really important tools um, that I will always keep with me near and dear to my heart yeah well and just to have that opportunity to have somebody show that confidence in you it doesn't matter how confident you are if yeah. somebody goes you lead the way here yeah but you're no you lead the way yeah that's right it's true and I didn't even I thought he was lazy <laughs> yeah no that's part of the learning <laughs> delegation is the Dele- exactly <laughs> Mark's defense. I used to tease him to relentlessly. You're right. He, he for sure was the one who gave me a lot of confidence and put me on the right path. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's, that's awesome. Well, Marilyn, uh, that's that's uh, all we have for you today. That was uh, quick and easy. That was really great. Yeah. Thank you very much for being on the Hive Nation podcast. Yeah. Definitely do two or three more episodes in the future, I'm hey, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm game. Uh, just give me a few days' notice <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm yours. Perfect. Hive Nation. We're out.